蹦蹦蹦蹦蹦蹦蹦，蹦吧吧，蹦吧吧 ，We're back. Did you miss us? No, not at all. We're、It's、banging、fine. on your windows, like let us in, let us in. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so we were out sick last week, and I was out sick last week. We lived together, so that's valid. I, yeah, I was I was going through it, um, honestly. So, but we're okay now. But we're still gonna be taking it a little slow this this uh week. Sorry to the people that listen in in the UK that had to listen to our terrible、um, British accents last episode. I'm、But、not yeah, sorry. I mean, we warned you that we were gonna we were gonna piss some people off. So if you didn't believe us, that's on you. Yeah, this go round actually from from now until the podcast ends, whenever that may be. Hopefully, never.、Um, putting it out there that this podcast will never end. We、you、are going to be doing this until the sun explodes. Exactly.、Um, But every December, because December is like the busiest time of year for a lot of people, and that includes us, especially for us. We have been, oh my god, the last weekend I was, I pretty much was gone all day, every day. Like, I don't yeah, think I saw you. Yeah, we didn't see each other at all on the weekends. Like we、no. rarely see each other on the weekends, and it sucks. But you know, money is money. We'll take it. <laughs> I think I saw you. What we woke up at like nine. We woke up at nine, I think, and then I we went to work. Both of us went to work, and I don't think I saw you again until like like one thirty the next morning, like one、yeah. thirty in the morning. And we hadn't like that's not like I slept somewhere and then like went in at like one o'clock like that. I was working from like at like like eleven or ten something until like midnight basically. Yeah, and so because everybody's busy, including us. We're gonna take December to calm down for the year. Like, it's gonna be more of a relaxed fit, sort of. It's a little not- fun time for for the the babies. I'm gonna drink from one step. Yeah, it's gonna be more of a. Here are some fun like holiday traditions slash、um, like stories. They're all gonna be holiday themed, and maybe in the future. I might do more like holiday-ish, lighthearted crimes. Like I、mm-hmm. still have it on the docket to do、um, the Santa Claus bank robbery. That is something that's going to happen. Not this year, maybe next Which, year. Which, like you know, I know nothing about this case.、Um, but like, if even Santa has to rob a bank, <laughs> something's wrong here. <laughs> something's wrong with the economy. Santa, no. Santa, stop! The children are watching. He just pulls out、Santa. one of those big guns and shoots his name into the wall. Santa Claus, a little squiggly line underneath it, like that one John Mulaney <laughs> bit. Oh no! <laughs> I don't remember if that's what happens in this case because it's been a while since I've heard anything about this case. Like I think legitimately years, but yeah, no. This um. This year, we're just gonna go over some like holiday-based like stories or figures.、Mm-hmm. Well, this today specifically, we're talking about Christmas, and then I think next time, 
yeah. we'll be discussing more. I will well, be discussing. Well, I'm not technically talking about Christmas. Well, the per- I thought the person you're talking today is associated very heavily with Christmas. Associated with Christmas, yes. The like spirit of Christmas, no. Fair enough. Um, and then next time, I have no idea what you're gonna do, but I'm gonna try to do a more like New Year'sy type tradition because mine is very Christmas based. Okay, well, this next episode goes up on the twenty second. And I'm covering Yule as best as I can. I'm not doing a deep dive into Yule because next year I am going to be doing like an in-depth, this is what you do for Yule. And I'm going to release it in November of next year so that the people who celebrate Yule can, or people who want to start celebrating Yule. Because I've seen a lot of that. I don't know if you're on the same side of TikTok I am, but a lot of people on TikTok are talking about how they want to start celebrating Yule instead of Christmas because it aligns more with their beliefs, um, which is super cool. But I want to do like a really in-depth, like this is the traditions of Yule. So if anyone wants to start celebrating Yule, they have the whole month of November to prepare for the Yule celebration, which happens about mid-December. It's around the winter solstice. It changes every year, I think. But I want to get that up ahead of time. So I'm not going to do too in-depth this year because I'm going to do a really in-depth one next year. Yeah, today it's for me, I'm going to be more Christmas. And then the episode that goes up on the 22nd, I am going to do more of a New Year's thing just to like cover those two big ones because right now that's what's easiest for me to do. Next year, I do want to do more in depth research. All right. So we're not going to spend too long on the intro this time, uh, but we are going to deep dive into it. I also didn't clear this with. Psychos ahead of time, but I do want to say something really fast um, because not last episode, but the episode before that, we got into like a heated argument over something. And I remember this. And I, I had a very specific reason why I wanted something done a certain way. And I've been thinking about it and I'm still going to do it in that specific way. But I do want to say just from our mouth right now there is a situation going on in the world right now that has one brought me the most in impeccable drama going on with (laughs) don't do this right now we're not talking about (laughs) that podcast drama right now i don't like this podcast but i am soaking up all of the drama um i love this podcast and it's genuinely heartbreaking for me but it's fine we're two different ends of the spectrum right now but anyway there's a situation going on in the world right now that i don't really think i need to specify what it is for people to understand what we are talking about Now, when episode three had been recorded, this situation had not gotten super big yet, but we posted it when it had, and we recorded last episode being fully aware of what was going on in the world, and we didn't say anything, and we've seen a lot of people online really, really wanting people to speak out. Now, we don't have a big platform. There's not even a hundred people that have listened to our episode, and I don't even know how consistently anyone anyone listens, but I do want to go ahead and put it out there now. So no one comes for our toes that even though we are not a big podcast, our opinion is and will always will be, at least on my end. I'm not going to speak for Psychos, but if you agree with me, you can just say you agree so you don't have to repeat yourself or repeat me. From an academic standpoint, the loss of any culture 
and people is devastating to the world. One of the people that I really look up to always talks about how the greatest thing, the greatest loss to the world was the burning of Alexandria and that level of knowledge and culture and um, to see something so beautiful getting wiped out right now is truly devastating. Um, I do not think that any loss of life is justified to an extent. I stand by hating the people uh, from the last episode, those little British shitheads. Anyway, but I'm I'm not going to say certain words because we live in the U.S. and Big Brother is always watching and we want the message to still get out without it getting shot down by the intense combs of an algorithm. But we do want it to be known that we do stand with the people who are currently having everything taken from them. And while we both agree that hate in any form is unacceptable, and while we agree that there have been terrible things that have happened in the past to people. It's, you know, I, it's not a justification. And, you know, I've, speaking from personal experience here, I've been in situations with very abusive people in my life who have justified the bad things that happened to them in their past as reasons why it's okay for them to hurt people or to even justify that because they have gone through terrible things, they couldn't possibly inflict that on someone else. So if they're being cruel to someone, it's because it's deserved and they're protecting themselves. Um, And to that, I say that is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard in my life, but I digress. We had mentioned something in the caption of that video, that episode, um, but I did do just want to go ahead and say it here that that is, that is where we stand. And I do intend on learning more about the situation because I'm not even fully sure about the situation, but I also do intend on studying more about this wonderful culture that we've lost and the religion of the people because I actually know almost very little. And um, it really is heartbreaking to see some of the stuff that's coming out of that area. So um, yeah, that is where I stand. I agree. And just to add on, I don't think that everything is fully lost as long as the people are still there. I am hoping that the UN pulls through. But given... If they don't, I will. (laughs) If if the UN doesn't pull through, me and my homies are renting a van and we, we ride at dawn. This is a joke. Kind of. I don't own a van. So, you know, once I get a van, though, then it's not a joke. I know I know a guy who has a truck. <laughs> I know a guy who has a truck. A Resident Evil truck. Which <laughs> is great. It's already got blood splatters, so they'll never know. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, we... I do agree. And I pray every day that this can get better and we can do better and be better for these people. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, we, st- we haven't figured out who's going first. Oh. Because aren't both of them like kind of lighthearted? Sorry. Yeah, both of our stories are really lighthearted. So, um, you just want to rock. Okay. See, at least I muted myself before <laughs> I did that. <laughs> at least I had the self-respect to not do that on <laughs> anyway want to rock paper scissors for it um sure okay ready not really but rock paper scissors shoot 
Oh, fuck you. Damn it. Again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Motherfucker. Wait, does okay. that mean you're going first? We didn't say who, if who oh, goes first. <laughs> we just rock, went for it. <laughs> I think whoever, it was... whoever loses goes last. Okay. Okay, again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Uh-huh. Okay. Time for me to Biatch. bust out my coloring app so I can still be engaged without like okay, <laughs> you're the baby? exact like you're you're the older Gen Z version of needing like subway surfer no I just have ADHD and I need to do multiple things at once that way my I can like still focus on what you're saying uh, you're gonna do a lot of focusing okay so today I have decided to talk about St. Nicholas uh, because good old St. Nick I so there's there's a witch store that just opened up like fresh just opened up or we just noticed it um, a few months ago in our area. Yeah, I think it's been open for like a f- like I think six to seven ish months, and we just went in there like a month or two ago. And we've already spent like four hundred dollars there. Um, don't ask. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But. Um, while I was there, I noticed that they had a, a Krampus book, and it's, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's over there on the bookcase, but it's basically a book about the history of Krampus and um, history of, like, different entities, the blah, 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 blah. Are you grabbing it? Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Fright Before Christmas is what it's called. It's by Jeff Belanger. That's a name. Anyway. It's Surviving Krampus and Other Yuletide Monsters is the book that I got. And I absolutely adore this book. So so I got that book and it got me thinking. And so I was like, oh, when we decided that we were going to do Christmas stories, I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing St. Nicholas. So this is the history of St. Nicholas. Just a side note, whenever we do put up the notes on Patreon, there's things that I've written into these notes that I'm not going to probably mention in the podcast as much. Um, So if you want some little hidden jokes i literally left a youtube link in one of my notes because i made a reference something and then i left a link to it very funny i'm so funny you and your inside jokes i'm so so funny okay so you're really okay no say it say it go ahead say it (laughs) you're funny to me but i think nobody else (laughs) i'm sure there's at least one person out there who has the same niche interests of mine who is like Yes, this is peak humor. You're just <laughs> They're just like, yes, this is it. This is the funniest bitch on this planet. See, my humor is like, it's, I understand like millennial humor and I have it a little bit, but I have the Gen Z aspect of freaking cringing at myself when I do it. Like, you know what make, oh my God, side note, you know what makes me cringe so much? When people still use the word heckin' over animal videos, I want to throw myself off a fucking bridge. Okay, okay. For dog videos, I understand. I don't. I don't. It's the same thing as, like, can I have cheeseburger? And I'm like, heckin' human over. Like, just say fuck. Like, (laughs) yes. Let the dogs say fuck. Our cats 100% look at us and go, you fucking idiot. No, because here's the thing. There is a trend that dogs use like the small and the heckin um because language, they're stupid but cats you like speak like an old victorian like a victorian child like the whole 
like oh, the gently the nudges the cat with the foot. <gasps> you kick me? Jail. Jail for a hundred years. Jail for mother. Something like that. Going to jail for thieving. Pinchin. Pinchin. Anyway, so St. Nicholas of Mira or Myra, it's M-Y-R-A. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. He was born March 15th, which makes him a fucking Pisces, by the way. Fuck Pisces. Wait, what? March 15th? Yeah. He was born on the Ides of March. Yep. Backstabber day. Okay. Yeah. Backstabber day. <laughs> we like this guy. He was born March 15th, 270, and he died December 6th, uh, 343. I didn't do the math on how old he was. I don't care. Um, the city that he was born in is somewhere in modern-day Turkey. Uh, he was born to a wealthy Christian family, but he was your... F- what the fuck? Just <laughs> he was orphaned. He uh, was he orphaned. Was <laughs> Baby, so how, when was in. the last time... I'm so leaving that in. When was the last time you watched Spy Family? <laughs> Why? Oh, you're... <laughs> that took Not you recently enough. <laughs> okay. Continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was orphaned at a young age <laughs> and sent to a monastery. When he grew up, he inherited all of his parents' money. So he's a little nepo baby, I guess. I mean, dead parents, but he's basically Batman. <laughs> you know what? Actually, that's a better example. No, he's Aaron Burr. He's a trust fund baby. You can trust him. Pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? Don't. That depends who's asking. Okay. So this man, he looks kind of like the guy from Good Good Mythical Morning, the blonde. Okay. Whatever his name is. He kind of looks like that guy. The so whenever the you picture Santa, picture him. The one with the beard. Yeah. And the long flowing hair. That Yes. Him with short hair. He looks exactly like that. Okay. He was it. five foot six and had a broken nose that was partially healed. This is based off of his bone records. Um, this seems to confirm that he was in fact tortured later on in prison or that he got into brawls. Both of them could be true. This man's wild. He went to prison? We'll get and there. We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. We'll get there. He okay. brawl. He br- no. This takes a wild turn halfway through. And by halfway through, I mean in the next four bullet points. He had a habit of secret gift giving. He had a lot of money, but his favorite thing to do was like reverse pickpocket, where he would just like secretly give people gifts and stuff like that, which is super cute. We don't know much information about him pertaining to just like his basic everyday life, um, because a lot of the information that we have came after his death, and as we know, most of that is bullshit. And it probably. Probably was, but it's fun anyway, so we continue on. He is said to have made his pilgrimage to Egypt and Palestine, and then when he returned, he was made bishop of uh, Mira, which I'm assuming is the, you know, the head boy. I don't know much about the Christian anything. I should do a deep dive on just Catholicism and the many crimes that the Catholic Church. Honestly, I, just I need someone have an to entire explain... podcast just on that alone. I need just someone to explain to me what Christianity is. Because here's the thing. I was raised in a Christian household. But if you ask me to name any any figure, like I couldn't tell you if like the dude versus the giant. I couldn't tell you if that was a Bible story or just basic mythology. David versus Goliath? Yeah. That's a Bible story. I, it feels the same as Jack like, and the Beanstalk to me. Is Jack they, and the Beanstalk Christian? 
No. Oh. David versus Goliath talks about a young King David and how like he defeated the enemy. That was King David? Yeah, that was King, King David. King David was the dude that fucking took down the Goliath with a slingshot? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Whenever the he was fuck? like super young. I why did I not So there's only one David in the entire Bible. I think there's like multiple, but the main one is King He's David. He's the only one that matters. Like, yeah. Got it. Yeah, anyway. unfortunately I have a treasure t- trove of Bible stories locked away. I know in my nothing brain. about the Bible. I know there was a a guy who wore a gay pride jacket. Joseph? I don't know, the Technicolor jacket or whatever. Oh gosh, that's Am I mixing something Joseph. up here? No, you're doing Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat and which is based off of the story of Joseph who was sold into slavery by his older brothers. You can sell your siblings into slavery? Yeah, noted. Anyway, um, he was imprisoned uh, during the persecution of Diocletian. I don't know what this means. Um, basically, the Roman Empire decided to tell Christians to go fuck themselves um, and imprison them for being Christian because they wanted them to be pagan. Anyway. Ah, so this is the start of the Christian victim complex and it never went away. Yep. And then he was released after uh, Constantine took over. Fucking love Constantine. But he was also the first emperor who converted to Christianity, which is convenient that St. Nicholas went into prison and managed to survive long enough for Constantine to take over. That is very good timing. Yeah, that is like impeccable timing on the imprisonment part. Yes. Okay. So do you know what the first council of Nicaea is? No. Okay. So basically, after uh, Christianity took over, Constantine came in. He basically drafted the first council of Nicaea, which I could be pronouncing this wrong, but whatever, um, to basically draft up the rules of Christianity for, like, everyone, right? So, he was on the attendance list for the council, but is never mentioned in any of the writing for this council that was in 325, right? So he was there, but he wasn't like... No, no, no. no. There's so much drama. There's so much drama. Okay. How can there be drama? Just listen, just listen, just listen. He's never mentioned in any of the writings, but afterwards, it's said that he was temporarily defrocked and imprisoned for slapping a guy named Arius. Do you recognize this name? Isn't that where we get the Arian from? I thought so too. Listen to this. So this dude, Arius, he studied in Alexandria, R.A.P. And I'm going to read this verbatim. He basically caused a whole lot of freaking issues among Christians because most Christians believe that God and Jesus are like the same person in the Holy Trinity. But he argued that Jesus was created by God before time. So therefore, Jesus was actually a creature created by God, not God and is actually a subordinate of God. And apparently everyone hated this. But also, the wiki that I was reading this from, because I, I did use Wikipedia for a good bit of this, because I literally did this all today. It used a word that basically mean that God birthed Jesus. So outside of the fact that this man is basic... It, okay, this man, Arius, basically believes that God impreg gave birth to Jesus. And Jesus is his actual physical child. So that's where that's from? Yes. Oh, my God. What? No, okay, here's so, the thing. And then Satan so, like, turned around and slapped this fucker for yes. 
because okay. everyone was mad at him for it. So Jesus is considered to be not eternal like God, but is technically below him like an actual father and son. And Christians get really mad about this and they considered it non-canon to the point that if you mention this concept at all, they like shit on you for it. So I'm going to read this verbatim. He said that people think only Jesus is God because they look similar, or like they have the same like core, whatever. He said that Jesus is the first and mo- most perfect creation that God ever made. And he was only called God because big God said that it was OK to call him basically little God. People that follow him would actually call Jesus God number two. And it pissed a lot of people off. And they don't believe in the Holy Trinity at all. You can imagine how much that would piss off 90% of Christians. So this dude pissed off Nicholas. And Nicholas freaking threw hands in a council with Constantine. And was yeeted either. Okay. So this is the two things. Either he wasn't on the list to begin with. And someone was so shocked he wasn't there that someone wrote his name in on the list and basically said he should be here. So I'm adding him in. Or Nicholas was on the list, was in the council and then threw hands with Arias and got yeeted out of the council. And everyone was like, we can't let anyone know this happened. So they never mentioned him going forward. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, I have never heard of somebody's abo mpreg fanfic getting this heated this man is a bishop he's like a general manager of like multiple different churches and he threw down in a council because this dude had the audacity to say that god got impreg i i have never had (laughs) like i've been in fandom for fucking years and i've never heard the vitriol Against somebody who wrote something like Emprag, like Nicholas had for Arias. Like, oh, jeez. No, no, no. Fandom between the Christian family. Family. Wow. The Christian, the Christian fandom, fandom. Between this and the Judas kiss of betrayal mm-hmm. must have had them like. Oh, my God. It's crazy. God. Okay, so. We're going to get into a little bit of what's going on. Um, So I took this straight out of that book that I got, but I just wanted to mention it in here because I think it's crazy. So a lot of um like saints have like miracles happen around them and whatnot. So a couple of the different ones in here, I mentioned them later on, but I wanted to mention this one because I just wanted to shit on this lady for a second. So there's a story that during the consecration of Nicholas as a bishop, there was a mom who was in her house bathing her child in like a little bath pot that was being like heated up with a fire underneath, much like soup. When the bells rang announcing the beginning of the ceremony, the mom just dipped and left the baby in the pot of water. And then when she returned, she fully expected her kid to be like boiled alive because the whole house was full of smoke. But when she I mean, went I in, I would too. Well, when she went in, the baby was fine, and apparently she credited this to Saint Nicholas, which I guess just means if any miracle happens while someone is a saint of a city or the bishop of a city, it's because of the bishop, which is weird to me. Yeah, no, I don't like that one and two. Why were you trying to slow cook your child if you have to like drop everything and go to the church well, when I you mean, hear the bells ring? Bathing your child cooking. Take your, no, no, take your child out of the slow cooker and take it with you. Anyway, um, 
So there's that fun little fact. So after, again, we don't know much about him. There's like details of his like pilgrimages and stuff like that. It's not very interesting. So this fucker dies, as you do. And after he died, St. Nicholas's church was built in the city that he was like the bishop over. But it was on top of an old church. And that's where his body was laid. Later on, um, some merchants came in and like removed his body without telling anyone. And then, but they didn't remove all of it, just a little bit of it. And then whatever was left over was sent to Venice later on. After his death, he became super popular because I guess what happens is when you die and people just start talking about you and they're like, oh my God, he was actually so perfect and amazing. And all of the super religious people were like, oh my God, he's so perfect and amazing. And so they just decided to like make him crazy popular. So a shit ton of churches went up after he died all named after him. He's more churches named after him than any other apostle. And at that point, because of how popular he got, the church had no point, like no choice but to make him a saint because everyone else already considered him a saint and they didn't want to be like mm, non-canon. So they made him a saint to appease all the religious people. Anyway, cheese. Uh, <laughs> like imagine winning. No, no, no. You know what this is like? You know what this is like? It's like that one um person that like your senior class was like no matter what happens this person's gonna be prom queen slash queen no matter what Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter that this person didn't choose to run it's like Mm. essentially like this person's like that's the senior class's charity that's their whole personality Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like this we want to help this person by giving like this unpopular person by giving them a night of popularity i hate when they do that and but instead, what they end up doing is actually turning this person into a really popular person. And then whenever the popular kids try to kick out the po- the now popular person, everybody's just like, "No, no, no! You can't do that. Look That's at all the mean. work you put. <laughs> That's mean. You cannot do mm-hmm. that. Look at all the work you put in. Essentially, no, literally. That's what the Catholic Church is doing here. I love it when the Catholic Church does mean girl shit. Anyway archaeologists in 2017 went to the church and examined the bones and said that if they did steal bones they stole the wrong bones um yikes man so it's not 100 percent certain based on like there's no dna to be able to test and see if it is or isn't him but they're 90 percent certain that they took the wrong bones but there is a guy in illinois who claims to have a part of the pelvic bone and conveniently it is a part of the bone that is missing from the skeleton that is currently being held in uh europe so saint nicholas not bishop nicholas saint nicholas he is a patron saint of Sailors, merchant, archers, repentant thieves, children, brewers, pawnbrokers, unmarried people, and students in different countries around Europe. The way you took that deep breath, like I, I thought it was going to be like a lot longer. And then, it looks longer on my paper. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I was just like, this this feels like too short of a list for that big of a breath, but it's still a lot. Apparently, He's still juggling quite a bit. No, literally. Apparently, like I said, he was made up like a saint through just people talking about him. Which apparently was common for the time. So if enough bitches liked you, they were just handing out freaking saint badges like condoms on a college campus. God, Take some it. for you and some for your friends. Here's a pamphlet. Oh my gosh. Don't have sex. Because if you have sex, you will get pregnant and you will and die. And you will die. 
Did you ever, ever get the condoms um, that had like the leather daddies on them? Or was that just my school? I think that was just your school. Mine had flavored condoms. I had a blue raspberry condom for like the longest time. And then I no, threw it away. Ours, like, first of all, years ago. massive. But Jeez. they had photos. They had like printed drawings of like bondage, like leather, like doms like posing together it was very very kinky but no ours are just flavored i'm so sorry if my parents are listening to this <laughs> i mean uh, I'm, an adult. <laughs> I, I'm an adult i don't talk to my parents what are they gonna do this is not the worst thing that's ever come out of my mouth um <laughs> so- I'll pay you money to shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> pay up. My money's over there. It's behind you okay. in my backpack. Okay. His habit. Ay, ay, ay. Are you done? <laughs> this is a very fun episode, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> We're only 40 minutes in. Wow. All right. His habit of gift giving gave rise to the idea of Santa Claus, like St. Nick, St. Nicholas. This is the second Nicholas I'm doing, by the way, because the next story that I'm not the next two stories, but that big one that I'm doing, there's a Nicholas in there. It's crazy. Anyway, there's a legend uh, of him rescuing three girls from being forced into prostitution because their dad was a fucking gambler and gambled away all the money. So they had no dowries. So this dude yeeted, I keep saying yeeted, so this dude threw bags of gold into their windows so they would have enough money for a dowry, which, like, good on the dad for not spending it. Um, Honestly, I wouldn't have trusted him, especially since he has a gambling problem and probably has gambling debts. Charles probably took that and was like, nope, we're getting married. Deuces. Mood. It's also said that during one of his pilgrimage trips, journeys, if you will, uh, a huge storm appeared. And he dropped down on his knees and prayed, and the storm vanished. Yay. Okay, Jesus. He also saved three innocent soldiers from being wrongfully executed. And he did something to an item that was possessed by a demon. Now, I want you to guess what the item was. I'm going to give you three guesses to figure out what the fuck this item is. And it's not a normal item. Okay, first, what were these soldiers, like, accused of? And it didn't say. Oh, okay, that's fair. So, three guesses to guess. You get three guesses, uh, and you get three guesses, and you can ask two questions to try and help you figure out what the fuck this item is. And you said it's not a normal item. It's not. I've never heard of this thing being possessed by a demon before. But you have heard of it. I've heard of this item, yeah. Oh, gosh. Is it? It's a common item. It is not a common demonic possession item. Is it a toothbrush? No. Was it a hairbrush? No, it's not a brush. Okay, so it's not a mirror, because those are pretty fucking commonly possessed, in my opinion. It's not an inside item. It's an outside item. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is it like a hoe or a rake or something like that? This <laughs> hoe is possessed by a demon. <laughs> Do you give what up? Yeah, what is it? It's a tree. He chopped down a tree that was possessed by a demon. I shit you not. What? I don't know. 
I didn't know that demons could possess trees. I I didn't either. I mean, like, I know. Oh, my God. What? Okay. I know. Anyway, he also was said to have resurrected three children who had been murdered and pickled by a butcher who was trying to sell them during a famine. I'm sorry, he pickled them? Yeah. He he put them in pickle juice. I don't think that's what that means. He pickled them. Pickle solution. Anyway, okay. I'm at, I'm at to I'm at to the very end. Okay, so okay. Currently, in modern day culture, he is the patron saint of harbor cities, uh, mostly in Greece and in Greek folklore. He is the modern version of Poseidon, which is cool. His gift giving tendencies may be why there is a tradition of people in Germany, mostly kids, leaving shoes out of their bedroom door or on their windowsill. Uh, for St. Nicholas to give them gifts. The uh, 6th is St. Nicholas Day or Nicholas Tag. And it's when children do that. And then he leaves them little gifts in their shoes, usually like coins and candy and stuff like that. I try, look, am I studying German? Yes. Can I pronounce this word? No. Um, I can't pronounce it. It's basically Krampus. Um, but so on the 6th, uh, St. Nicholas, or someone dressed like St. Nicholas, will walk around. Yeah, St. Nicholas the zombie comes back from the dead and walks around. Um, No! St. Nicholas, no! God, that's just like, that sounds terrifying, actually. Like, that sounds like one of the worst things you have ever said, ever. It's not. So, on the 6th, someone dressed up as St. Nicholas will come around and knock on doors, and he will be joined by servant... I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. It's R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T. And uh, it's basically Krampus. He's described to look exactly like Krampus. Uh, and St. Nicholas will deal with the good kids while his servant will deal with the bad kids. Children are asked to recite poems or sing or pray for treats. Uh, if they do it, they get treats. If they don't, they get kidnapped. I'm sorry. Imagine like... You're so excited because the saint has just showed up. You're going to get so many presents. And then his goat buddy over here is just like, sing, sing for me. And you're just like, what? Sing. Like, what What are you going to do in that? <laughs> you're so excited for presents. And this random goat man thing is commanding you to sing. While his buddy's over here like, if you don't sing, you don't get presents. In fact... Will kidnap you and eat you. It's horrifying. So it's also tradition to create der Stutenkel or a I can't pronounce the English pronunciation of this. Printenman. Uh it's basically a piece of bread, uh, but it's baked in the shape of a saint or just like a dude in general. This is pretty typical, I think, of most like Yule traditions or like uh European traditions. They make a lot of bread in different shapes. It's not surprising to me at all. That's my story. It was That's really it. good. It's not that much information. I didn't Honestly? do too crazy deep dive. I just wanted people to know about St. Nicholas Day. But yeah, it's celebrated on the 6th. It's super cool. Yeah, this is that was really good. I really liked it. I had fun with it. I, mm. I have a feeling like these episodes are going to be more fun to do. Yeah, just a little bit relaxed. Something for nice for the holidays. I don't want to do anything too sad and yeah. depressing and get angry with the holidays. Holidays are really fun, but they're really sad for some people like me and you or really busy <laughs> and 
we don't I don't want to give you guys something to be sad about so I'm just gonna tell you about St. Nicholas I'm really excited to know what you're doing because you I don't remember what it was so there's that I get to tell you about Ukrainian Kaba Christmas okay so this all kind of starts with a folklore story so I'm gonna read it to you but there's like several different versions the version I'm using comes from the website of a woman named Malv von Hassel. I think that's how you pronounce that. I'm so sorry, ma'am. If it's not, she works as a freelance writer, researcher, and translator, and she also has a PhD in anthropology. Ooh, I love that for her. So this is the story that she has up on her website, and all of my sources are going to be linked in my notes. Mm -hmm. Many years ago, there lived in a small house a woman with two children. Times were hard in Ukraine, and especially hard in this home, as the father had been drafted by the foreign soldiers who had occupied their beloved land. They had needed a skilled blacksmith to tend to their horses, as they were fighting many battles that year, and unfortunately the father of this poor family was the best blacksmith for miles around. Thus, he was far from home. With times being so hard, food was scarce, but this Christmas Eve, the mother had still managed to prepare for her small family the traditional dishes. There were only tiny portions of each dish, but they ha- each had their kutia, which is a sweet grain dish with honey and poppy seeds, a very small kolak, which is a slightly sweet yeast bread that is shaped into a round braided loaf, a few puri, which is a baked filled dumpling, and halupsi, which is a stuffed cabbage also known as little pigeons and several imaginative dishes made from the few vegetables the mother had managed to harvest that fall. The house had been cleaned properly, the rushnik, an embroidered cloth, washed and pressed and arranged on the icons, and they brought in a diduk, an ornament made from a sheaf of wheat to place in the corner. The children had watched for the first star, and when they had seen it, they had the special meal. Sviat, oh, I am so sorry. You got this. Ukraine is it? You said it's Ukrainian. It's Ukrainian. It's yeah. it, Ukrainian is really hard to pronounce. You got this. I, I promise you got this. They had the special meal, Sivatia Vechera. Okay. Uh, the Christmas Eve dinner. After the mother and her son and daughter sang the beautiful Kolyatki, Kolyatki, which are traditional Christmas Eve songs, and then walked to the church. Even all the Baba, who had been feeling rather poorly recently, came along. There were many absent faces, other men and several youths who have also been taken from their families by the soldiers. Finally, at night, the mother lay in bed, unable to sleep. She thought she had done the best she can with the little they had, except for the Yalinka, the tree. The young son had found a small tree, and together they had all gone to the forest and cut it down and carried it home. There had still been short stubs of the candles they had used last year, and they had placed them on the tree. They had not lit them yet, for they had decided they would wait until the carolers came so they could share the light the short candles would give with others. There had been no money for the brightly colored papers and gilt papers they usually made ornaments from, and the stalks of flour and honey were so meager that the mother had dared not bake even a few cookies to hang on the tree. There were just a few short scraps of ribbon the daughter had tied on the branches, and three of the precious apples had been polished and strung with string. In the darkness of the night, the mother thought of the poor little tree and prayed to God that the next year the family's Christmas tree would would once again be as gaily decorated as it had been in years past, and that her husband would once more be in their home. Now, also living in the small house was a rather small spider. 
at Pavuk. Being a spider, she had not lived very long, but she had been born in this house and had come to love the whole family. Because it was considered good luck to find a spider in the home, no one had ever threatened her life, and she had often found crumbs from their meals carefully placed near her web in the corner of the room. It saddened her to think that the mother was so unhappy about the Christmas tree. The spider had never seen a Yalinka before, but she had thought it looked quite nice. The spider walked over the tree and thought, I wonder, and then she decided and went straight to work. She was up all night, and as the sun was just starting to rise on the horizon, she was so exhausted that she fell asleep right on the highest branch of the tree. Still asleep, the poor woman stirred when she heard the cries of her children. Mother, mother, look, the tree, the tree. She opened her eyes and stared. The early morning light flooded through the small window and fell on the tree. It was covered from top to bottom with silvery spider webs of the most beautiful design. And there, at the very top, she could see their own dear little spider. Children, she must have worked so hard through the night to have created such beauty, the mother exclaimed. Just then, they heard a sound outside the door, and before they knew what was happening, in came their father. Tato, Tato, the children called out. As he warmed himself in front of the stove, the father explained how the battles had ended, and he had traveled many days by foot to be home. For there's Fiata Vecera, but I have arrived too late, he sadly ended his tale. No, no, it is just the beginning, the mother said. Look at the miracle a little spider has wrought on a poor Christmas tree. She has brought us good luck, a beautiful tree, and our father and dear husband home again. And there are still many days of celebration till Jordan. Jordan, or Epiphany, is celebrated on January 19th. The family spent Christmas Day enjoying each other's company. In the evening, when the carolers came to sing at their home, the father lit the small candles on the tree so they could share its lights with their visitors. And the little spider looked down from her high perch and smiled on her beloved family. And that's the folklore story that... That's so cute. I still hate spiders, but that's freaking cute. <laughs> I love it. Dings. There are a few variations from person to person, as are most stories told. Like, every story is going to have their variations. So, instead of finding a tree in the woods... Um, some stories say that a pine cone dropped on the floor and began to grow, allowing the family to have a tree that year, because in some cases they were just too poor to even go out and find a tree. Yeah, sorry, I'm harassing your cat. You always are. Some say that the spider's webs were made of gold and silver for the family. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Aww. Yes, my Do you have baby. anything to say? Do you have anything to say? Okay, sorry. Continue. Oh, that's my baby. So some say that the spider's webs were made of silver and gold for the poor family. And as the story is told throughout Eastern Europe, there are some who link the spider to baby Jesus who brings presents in countries like the Czech Republic. Ex- Kind of like Santa, but baby Jesus is Santa. By that logic, if Jesus is the spider, then Jesus shit gold all over people's Christmas No, 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 no. Like, it's similar. Like, Jesus, baby Jesus and the spider work together. Oh, I understand yeah. now. Get yeah. it. I'm smart. Because um, in countries like the Czech Republic, baby Jesus is someone who brings the gifts, not Santa. And that's according to the travel bug bite. And then, according to another source, a book called Canadian Christmas Traditions, 
uh, legend states that the that baby Jesus or the rising sun was the one who turned those webs to silver and gold. Uh, oh, so like the spider put them on and then Jesus made them better? Yeah. Why are you trying to one-up the spider, man? I don't know. Let him be. He's just jelly. <laughs> <laughs> and yet another retelling, according again, according to the Canadian Christmas tradition book, the spider family went to the attic to avoid being swept away by the mother after the human family went to sleep. And um, once the family went to sleep, the spiders came down excited to see baby Jesus fly in. And in their excitement, they covered the entire tree in their webs. And Jesus wasn't upset with the spiders and instead turned their webs to silver and gold so that way the human mother would be more welcoming to the spider family. Fascinating. And then in the last retelling that I could find, the spider heard the family crying because they couldn't afford to decorate their tree. And it took it upon itself to decorate it for the family. I I like all of them, honestly. I think they're all very cute. Yeah. So here are a couple of the traditions. The tradition began in the late 19th or early 20th century. Not quite sure which one, but it's like in that general time frame. So not super far back, but also not super recent either. Spiders are a symbol of good luck within the Ukrainian culture. When cleaning for the holidays, Ukrainians will clean everything except webs and cobwebs in hopes of good luck and fortune for the next year. Why did you hit yourself in the head? Oh, poor baby. Look, having Tourette's is not fun, okay? This is the third time I've hit my head, myself in the head in the last three weeks. In the uh. last week. Three times in the last week. Yeah. Also, by letting the spiders stay within the home, it is a preemptive showing of gratitude for whatever gifts the spiders might bring. In addition to the traditional decorations on a Christmas tree, Ukrainians will place a Christmas spider ornament somewhere on the tree, as well as decorate the tree with fake spider webs to welcome in spiders for the holiday season. Finding a real spider within the tree is a sign of good luck well into modern times, and the spider ornament helps enhance that good luck. If I find a spider in my goddamn Christmas tree, I'm burning the whole house down, so I'm glad someone can handle it. Of course the Ukrainian can handle that. I can't. I'm a big baby. Oh, I'm almost done, I promise. Uh, the fake spiderwebs have also morphed and evolved into tinsel in other parts of the world throughout the years. And according to superstition, it is incredibly bad luck to destroy a spider's web until you know for sure that the spider is safe somewhere else. Here's my big disclaimer for all of this. According to the travel bug bite, there are people who state that while the spider is good luck within Ukrainian culture, the story itself is German due to the claim that Ukrainians did not celebrate with Christmas trees until fairly recently. According to spider wisdom, there are tales that overlap with both German and Ukrainian origins, leading to the tale being considered both while it is while it is most popularly attributed to Ukraine in its current iterations. Hmm. And then, again, according to the comments of one article posted to the Martha Stewart, Stewart website, which was talking about... <laughs> let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> so, the article that was posted on the Martha Stewart website was talking about, like, the history of tinsel and, like, while it was doing, like, a tinsel, like, craft thing. We need to watch the Jenny Nichols uh, Hallmark video again. We do. It's perfect time. Dude, I have watched that ever... Jenny Nichols. Nichol- Nicholson? Jenny. Can I call you Jenny? If you see this, it has been over a year since you posted that fucking Evermore video. And I watch that every single day at work. Every single day at work when I'm closing down. I watch that video. I have it playing on the loudspeakers through the entire building to listen to it when I am closing. Please upload another goddamn video. I'm I'm literally begging you. Okay. 
No, that's out of the way. Um, according to the um, comments of this article, a lot of people who are of Ukrainian and German descent claim that it isn't a tradition at all, instead claiming that it all resulted from a book called The Spider's Gift that was released sometime in the past like 20 to 30 years. I actually just text my friend who is Ukrainian, and she's never heard of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> however, but she also then followed that up with, I'm a disgrace. So, <laughs> yeah. However, according to Lebo Wolowitz, the folk art, folk art curator at the Ukrainian Museum in New York City, this tradition has been around since before the book was published, back in the like late um, 19th to early 20th centuries. Like that area of time is when so this thing think- originated. Do you think maybe it was a legend that was, like, pretty common, but, like, not super, like, everyone knew the details of it, and then the book was published, and then it got more popular? Do you think it was maybe one of those things? Yeah, because I think it's it was similar to, like, almost a Krampus situation, where not a whole lot of people knew what Krampus even was, and then it blew up out of nowhere. I, um... Also, I think it's, like, maybe as traditions and folklore evolved, like, over the years, the details kind of merged. Like, it may have been a regional tradition at first, like, in one small, like, section of Ukraine. And then as things, like, ideas kind of spread and folklore and legends spread, it all just kind of merged together into, like, one big thing. Because there are stories from both German and Ukrainian literature that match up with this story. However, just because it is now popular, it's popular now, it does not mean that it was popular back then. So there's that. However, one of my sources is literally Ukraine.com. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, let me let me put that out there. However, here are my final thoughts on this, though. Regardless of the origin, this is a beautiful tale and tradition that shows that even the smallest creature in our homes deserve kindness during these long cold winter months i mean we even have a spider that we say hello to every time we leave and come back <gasps> mr. in mr spider yeah yeah sorry <laughs> yeah mr spider <laughs> like it is genuinely one of those things where and i am terrified of spiders mm-hmm. i'm literally horrified of spiders i can't i can't even look at them yeah so like for me it's one of those things where the story, regardless of whether or not it's a legitimate Ukrainian tradition or if it's something that's just popped up in the past, like, 20 to 30 years with the um, publication of The Spider's Gift, to me, it just, it's a nice story. And it's a nice tradition that is catching on enough that there are several sources and things that have pinpointed it as this is something that people do. Maybe not now, or, like, maybe they didn't do it in certain areas of Ukraine, but enough people are doing it that it should still start to be considered a tradition in and of itself. Traditions change, folklore changes, and I think that it's nice to see things spread, especially something as cute as this. I agree. That is that is very cute. I, I do like that a lot. I don't know if it's going to make me any nicer to spiders, but it's very sweet. <laughs> so that being said, that's my story for today. I like it. I like it a lot. Hi. Oh my gosh. It's very cute. I love it. And it's a very short episode. Look at that. We just barely hit an hour. Yeah, so this is probably going to be like 45 minutes minutes. to an hour. But that being said, um, be thankful that you didn't get to 
listen to the story of the Christmas shoes because I couldn't get my hands on a copy of the book in time. I, I, I'm honestly at this point, I don't even know if I believe that it's real. It's a legit thing. Okay, this, okay. I'm actually, no, we have enough time where I am going to force you to, I'm going to do a dramatic reading of the lyrics. No. We have enough time. No. (laughs) Someone help me. (laughs) There is no help. Mythos SOS. The people who like me more help. (laughs) It's no one. Okay. I'll die. No, you won't. You'll cry, baby, because this is heartbreaking. The things that you find heartbreaking, I don't. Okay. So I don't know when the song was released, but it's by a Christian band called New Song. So here we go. Amazing. These are I'm gonna do a dramatic reading of these lyrics. Are you ready? No, not really. Can I opt out? No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to like not cry, but it's fine. Um, it was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line, trying to buy that last gift or two, not really in the Christmas mood. Pacing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing round like little boys do, and in his hand he held a pair of shoes. His clothes were worn and old, he was dirty from head to toe, and when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. So I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says it's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. He counted pennies for what seems like years, and the cashier said, Son, there's not enough here. He searched his pockets frantically, and then he turned and he looked at me. He said, Mama made Christmas good at our house, though most years she just did without. Tell me, sir, what am I going to do? Somehow I've got to buy her these Christmas shoes. So Can I you imagine standing <laughs> in line at a store watching this kid, this child, like, try to buy shoes. You're playing, like, Subway Surf or whatever on your phone. This kid looks at you and is like, whatever am I to do? I have enough money for these shoes. And you're just like, how the fuck is that my problem? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> like, thank God the adult standing behind this little kid wasn't, like, a dick or something it was just like i don't fucking care dude get a line because you like imagine it's like black friday or something and this, there's just a long line of karens and everyone's like screaming at this little victorian boy like <laughs> wanting to get his mom like a hundred dollar crocs like imagine this kid i don't know what shoes they are no <laughs> what if um, he's like my mom has to be wearing the nicest crocs if she meets jesus jeez okay uh, he's actually buying her nikes you didn't get oh the joke. Gosh, I'm. S- you didn't get the joke. What Nikes? She's gonna die. Don't he bought her Nikes. Stop it. <laughs> Take the Heaven's Gate shit out of here. Nah. Anyway, somehow I've got. Uh, so I laid the money down. I just had to help him out, and I'll never forget the look on his face when he said, "Mama's gonna look so great." And then it repeats the chorus. Which is, sir, I want to buy these shoes from my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while and I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. I knew I caught a glimpse of heaven's love as he thanked me and ran out. I knew God had sent that little boy to remind me what Christmas is all about. There repeats the 
um, chorus one more time. And then it ends with, I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. That's very cute. Did I ever tell you about the time that I bought pain meds for Santa? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So, like, before we get into this, anytime the song comes on the radio, I cannot. I have to skip it because I will always break down crying. It is awful. Think of a single instance where we listen to the radio. No, but like I meant like growing up. Mm-hmm. Like one of my earliest, mem- not earliest, but one of my memories from Christmas time is just sitting on the floor in my Nana's house and we were watching this movie and like I'm on the floor. There's like blankets on the floor because I made like a little pallet or something on the floor for us. We're, <gasps> we're drink like me and a couple of the other kids are drinking hot chocolate and we're watching this movie and like <laughs> as... <laughs> No, and like, cause the movie's really sad because it uh, what goes movie is like, it? it's called the Cri- the Christmas Shoes, and it's about this lawyer dude who like fucking hates his family, and who's the actor? I it was a made for TV movie. I don't remember Hallmark movie. Um, so he goes and he sees this little kid like saving up money and doing all this stuff, and like, cause it like tells the story of both this lawyer family and the family with the mom who's dying of cancer like she's actively getting sicker and at one point and like there's a scene where the dad actively checks on his wife and she wakes up and asks him what he's doing and she he says i want to make sure your heart's still beating and like that's sad yeah so it's this whole thing where he knows his mom's gonna die and he wants to do this one last thing for her before she dies because she does end up dying that night like he she dies like a few minutes after he puts the shoes on her and it was just that was it I well cried. if this anyway. child was a true christian then he would know that you cannot take material items up to heaven with you mm. okay well anyway i'm sorry you left okay going it's back me, to the fact that the you left God, you really are. Um, going back to the fact that you left painkillers out for Santa? No. <laughs> no. I bought painkillers for Santa. <laughs> it's a different sentence. <laughs> so you bought them for Santa, but you didn't leave them out for Santa. No, I didn't leave them out for Santa. Oh, my God. So is it Publix? <laughs> God damn it. So is that Publix? I don't know what the fuck I was buying, but I was with a friend of mine, and this dude walks up behind me, and he's dressed like fucking Santa Claus. The Santa oh. was around, oh. around Christmas time. Oh, okay, I see what he's happened like, here. He's like dressed up like Santa. He's like a he just got off work like a like a Santa, right? <laughs> so we're like talking in line and whatever, and I was like, "Oh hi!" Like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Yeah, whatever." And he's holding like ibuprofen or something. And I was like, oh, everything okay? And he's like, yeah, Mrs. Claus isn't feeling so great. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I went to the, I looked at the cashier and I was like, can I buy, like, I'll buy his, uh, it was the only thing he had. And I was like, can I buy this for him? And Santa was like, no, it's fine. Like, I can afford it. It's fine. And I was like, let me do something for you since you're fucking Santa Claus right now. This dude's also got, like, a shit ton of tattoos on his arm. So I was, he was like, okay. So I, I think I was buying a cake. Oh my God, I was. I was buying a cake. Okay. I was whole ass buying a cake. And so I bought him a little, I bought, I bought Santa some pain meds. It was great. 
Oh my god. No, you know what's hilarious? That's though? my Christmas story. Um, I think it was last year. I think it was last year because I had to work Christmas Eve and Christmas Day last year, which is homophobic. Sorry. <laughs> you like you cut yourself <laughs> in the middle of the homophobic. <laughs> it was just like which was homophobic. <laughs> like it was dead silent. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say where you worked, but I'm going to say the place that you worked, homophobic. Anyway, so I worked at a place with a drive-thru, and we, okay, and I'm working Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and I think it was Christmas Day where this woman came through the drive-thru, and she was dressed up like Mrs. Claus. Oh my god. So, and like, the way our drive-thru worked is that we can see you in the car. Like, we could see what you were doing and what you look like in the car. Mm-hmm. Which made it very easy to recognize when people were being assholes in the drive-thru. Like, okay. Yeah. I can see you. You know, I'm not blind. I have a camera and I can see what you're doing. But this woman, we didn't ask her for her name. And, like, I was just going and taking the order. And I'm like, okay, Mrs. Claus, anything else? And she absolutely loses it. Like, she's laughing. She's having, like, a grand old time. This is the same time that they put bells on me because apparently I needed bells. Yeah, that's right. Kept- <laughs> it was so quiet that I kept jump scaring people. So they put bells on me to make sure that I could be heard. <laughs> Fair enough. Which is probably something I need to start doing at this workplace now too, but you know. Probably. You don't jump scare me as much. Um I did a lot whenever we first moved in together. My so I'm not gonna name the place that we work at, but um my location, we just hired on someone um who's there like a good bit of the time in the morning, sometimes I see him. But, oh my god, I almost decked him in the face. He scared the shit out of me. Because I was walking, because 90% of the time, my main office, I keep the lights off. I hate having the lights on, so I keep it off. and I'm just, like, lit by my computer. So I had the lights off in the room, and I was leaving out the door to go out into the main common room. And he was coming into the door. And, oh my god, I almost decked this motherfucker in the face. He scared the shit out of me. I need bells on him. <laughs> no, something similar happened. Um, so this was like a couple of weeks ago. I walk into the main entrance and I'm going to the back to go to the office area where they, all the employees hang out. And so I get back there and I open the door. And one of um, like one of the employees had like rolled over in the front of the door because we had rolly chairs and was just staring at me as I walked in. And I just about shat myself because I'm like opening the door and I'm like not expecting somebody to be right there. And I'm like, who oh, was God. it? Oh, yeah. It's okay. I scared her yesterday. How'd you scare her? <laughs> I was sitting in my car and she was pulling out of the employee lot (laughs) she stopped and jumped and got out to do something and i just opened my car door and she couldn't see me she just saw the car i just went hey and she looked around (laughs) she saw me and she's like oh (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no it's gotten to a point where um another one of the co-workers Another one of the coworkers has started to try to scare me because he's scared almost everybody, but he still has yet to get me. Big guy or little guy? Big guy. The one that you scared in that, like, really high-pitched Oh, my God. Scream. That was the funniest <laughs> thing that I've ever <laughs> I got to explain this because this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> so I, I left my location and I was driving to uh, Psychos' location. 
So I'm driving to Psychos' location, and I'm on the phone telling a story of what happened at my location that day. And I'm on speakerphone on Psychos' end, and their two coworkers, big guy and little guy, are at the location yes. listening to this story, right? So I'm, I'm doing all this, and I, I park in the front, and I lock my car, whatever, and I'm walking in. And I wa- I was like, this is going to be so funny, so smooth. I'm going to walk in be speaking on the phone and then the moment I walk in the door I'm gonna hang up the phone and then just continue speaking like nothing happened right and I was like that's gonna be so funny so I did that but the problem is, <laughs> is that when I opened the door to go into the building big guy was standing right there about to leave the building and he let out the highest pitch scream and this is not a person who usually makes this kind of sound let out the highest pitch scream and fully collapsed on the ground. And then little guy thought that Cycles was the one who screamed. And then little guy literally couldn't stop laughing when he found out that it was big guy. I was so, I was on the ground. I thought I was going to pee myself. I was laughing so hard. And big guy's on the ground, like he's covering his face. He's like, I can't tell if he's laughing or crying. I totally forgot. Oh my God. It was so funny. Speaking of radio, can I tell you about something that happened the other day that just like it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I think it's incredibly, I just need people to know how dumb I am. So okay. I'm, I, this does require understanding a little bit of the mechanics of our workplace, just a little bit. So um, we're at work and I am overseeing uh, a set that's going on, right? So I'm watching all this and I'm noticing that something's wrong with the music it's repeating it's not going on to the next track it's just going and going and going and no one's noticed yet but I've noticed because I'm looking I'm like checking my timestamps. I'm like this is not right so I look down at the music controls and sure enough it's set to continuously replay the same song that you put it on so I was like, okay, I don't know how to fix this because there's actively a set going on. So I, I like, I didn't want to mess with it because I didn't want to fuck up the music and then people be like, what's going on? So I tried to change the settings to where instead of playing the one song on loop, it would go through the rest of the, the set tracks that were going on. So I hit the mode button, which turns on the radio. <laughs> No, I was smart no. enough to turn the music down, and there was ambiance music going on uh, from a different set that the people didn't notice, and they weren't paying attention too much. They didn't notice it, and it was a, such a quick fix that I don't think anyone even like th- processed that the music had vanished for a second because it what it didn't really fit what was going on at the moment anyway. Um, because the t- only time that the music is important is in the very very beginning and like the very end of the sets that we do. Uh, so I'm like trying to do this, like, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, like actors are still going like videos still good. Everything's still processing properly, but I'm in charge of the music. So I didn't know how to fix it. So I set it back to the, the one tracks and I was manually changing the music at the very end of each song to manually change it over until I could FaceTime 
our um our our owner of the <laughs> the building and be like what do I do and she's like you see this button right here click it like four times so I did the button like four times and it finally set it to normal track and I think what was happening is they were building out another set and they had um, borrowed some stuff from my station to go build out the other station to mess with it because before they can order all the new equipment for it they have to like test to make sure it works I think when they were doing that they fucked up my set because they also stole my mouse <laughs> so I couldn't do anything on my computer until I had my mouse because it's not like it's good so I'm just like watching and I can control like the music and I can control the video and audio outputs and you know get the the vocals going like I can control all of these things I couldn't change anything on screen thank god the computer does not run video audio or we would have been fucked because it took me 20 minutes to find my mouse. And guess what? It was plugged into the new freaking set. Which isn't even on right now. There's no computer over there. They just had it plugged in to the theoretical no. computer. It doesn't have a screen or music or audio. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I would cry, honestly. And... and this set was the same set that had gotten delayed five minutes before because of the blackout. So I was like, I am not going to have the same set twice in a row have tech issues. I was going to throw myself off a goddamn cliff. Oh my God, I was so mad. I was like, I can't do this. I turned to my coworker who was there and I'm like, I, I literally can't do this because it was a miracle that the second set even happened. I'm sorry I can't tell you guys where we work, but I just, I hope that this explains enough just how ridiculous this was. <sighs> Happy holidays, everybody. I feel like I explained that pretty well. I think so, too. I mean, <laughs> suck to suck, but like... Oh, my God. My job is stressful because I have so many things that I'm responsible for, and if technology doesn't do what technology does, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a goddamn fucking nightmare. I had to pee so bad. Well, it's a good thing we're almost done. I think pretty m we can go ahead and wrap things up now, actually. So, happy holidays, everybody. This will come out on... Oh, goodness. The 15th. The 15th, and then we'll be so back on schedule with the next episode on the 22nd. We so are recording this on Monday. So we are very, very close to when you're listening to this. We're in your walls. Just a fun little short, sweet episode for... The gap period. There was a story that I was going to do um, this month because you have a two-parter coming up in January. <laughs> and I was going to do a two-parter. Um, but I ended up finding out that I am very fascinated in this topic and there's so much information and political... Is it political intrigue? Is that the word I'm looking for? There's so much politics going on that I really want to be able to understand it because I want to make this information... Sorry, I have the hiccups. I'm just down to monster. I want to understand the information enough that people who do not have the mental, like, energy to fully understand politics can still get it. Like, I want to be able to explain it in a way that's, like, accessible to people who just don't care 
to know all the big words and stuff because neither do I. So it's taken me a very long time to get that done. So I've actually changed what I'm doing for the two-parter. I'm still doing a two-parter, but they're not the same story told in two parts. They're two stories that are very intertwined. So, um, and they do have a connection. It is Germany-centric, which, wow, finding anything that's about Germany that doesn't have to do with World War II is fucking possible. So there's that. Yeah, even my case has a little bit to do with the World Wars. Like, it is... Uh interesting how the world war ii plays into my case though yeah i didn't have the energy to talk about world war ii respectfully i just i think everyone is fully aware that like hitler existed and the holocaust happened and that world war ii uh sucked for literally everyone um so i really don't want to rehash that again so yes have fun with that um my teaser for next not this next episode, but next month's stories is um, the God of Stories. Because I've been seeing that phrase a lot on TikTok recently. Mm. I think that has to do with like the TV shows associated with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my teaser. Spoilers! <gasps> <laughs> That's only one half of it, though. Yeah. My teaser for next month next month's case is uh when farm goes bad when farm goes bad when farm 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 like farm. cow like dirt like hoe <laughs> yes farm f a r m when farm go bad when farm go bad that is the most what the fuck does that mean to you <laughs> i mean it takes place on a farm and it goes bad incredible <laughs> so stopping even no you don't understand how bad it goes i understand how bad it goes because you're telling the story and not me <laughs> also i already know what i'm doing for march because march is my birthday month and uh, nobody's getting out of that alive are you doing the titanic i know i'm doing a cult it's gonna be one of it's gonna be my first cult deep dive so happy holidays everybody happy holidays Day drinking is allowed. It is encouraged, depending on what family members are coming over. Please remember to drink water during the holidays. Eat cookies. Eat as much food as you want. It doesn't matter what you look like or whatever. Just eat eat as much food as you feel justified in eating. Get gifts for yourself. Don't forget to get gifts for yourself. Don't forget to get gifts for your wife because she's doing all the work getting the shit for your kids and you remember to fill your wife's stocking absolutely this year if i see even one empty stocking this year because you were lazy and didn't put shit in your wife's stocking psychos is going to release the baby i will release the baby (laughs) (laughs) i i I got stocking stuffers for psychos i gave you one today or yesterday and you loved it that was a stocking stuffer but i gave it to you early because that was hilarious I'm still working on getting yours. Is buddy's been tied on my end recently, but honestly, I, this 2024 is just going to be the year where I get a mythos, just random things throughout the year to make up for the fact that I cannot give them the Christmas that they deserve this year. See, I'm the kind of person that I just buy shit for everyone, but also, and this is the thing that pisses Psychos off so much, is I'm the kind of person that if I want something, I'll just buy it. I don't assume that yes, anyone else is going to buy it for me. God, you make it so hard to shop for you because you're like, 
like on days you don't work and I do, you'll go out and buy shit for yourself. And then you come home after like I get home and you're just like, hey, baby, look what I got. And I'm like, no, literally, oh, there God. is something that is currently on my Christmas list that I'm literally bought myself yesterday. I wanted over the ear headphones really bad because we have work issued ones, but I wanted my own just a little bit nicer. And I forgot they were on my Christmas list and I bought them for myself yesterday. And didn't even realize that, like, my parents might have bought me that. Yeah, so. Hmm. Which, if I do, then I'll just have my work ones and my home ones. Important work equipment. Work does not require me to have headphones. I just prefer to have my own because I'm running sets so much. It just helps with my headaches and stuff. And we've been having issues with our headphones going out. And I just wanted to get my own. Yeah, I have been too. I'm high key debating just bringing these. I don't to think work. those will fit. We'll see. Anyway, also please follow us on Instagram because we post updates there, like yeah. the fact that this episode got pushed back. And also, if you just popped into this episode and you are like, "Oh, I don't know if I like this or not," I promise we'll get better. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be perfect and dandy. You can follow us on Instagram at Wicked Anthology Pod. That is W-I-C-K-E-D-A-N-T-H-O-L-O-G-Y-P-O-D. And you can also follow us on Twitter slash X at something. I don't know what it is. Honestly, all of our social, social media is in the notes. All of our social medias will be in the notes. All of our credits and every, um, all of our sources for what we use today to tell our stories will be in our notes. In our notes on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and please please if you want to hear something a story or something like that i'm always me specifically i'm open up to requests i don't want to do a lot of ghost stories but it seems like people do like them so if it's interesting to me i might cover a ghost story if it's got cultural significance and not just like the ghost of this house in particular (laughs) but yeah follow us on instagram and you can comment there or message us there and let us know what you want to hear. If you have any recommendations, comments, whatever. Love to hear from people. Love to keep you guys coming back. And we will only get better from here. So if it's yeah. rough now, it'll get better. Yeah. We also have an email. So you can shoot us an email if you have any corrections or stories you'd like to share. I would love to tell Christmas stories from our listeners I next year. Start hoarding them and we can just do two hours of telling each other everyone else's christmas stories so. yeah because this isn't even gonna hit two hours mm-hmm. so and if you're joining us for this episode our episodes are not normally this short it is just for our december episodes because and december they, is where everybody chills the fuck out yep and they are made with the intention that you guys will probably listen to one half in the beginning of a week and the rest in another we know that they're long but we do this every two weeks um because right now time wise we just are not able to get out episodes every week i would feel like we just wouldn't be doing enough thorough research and we both are very very busy outside of this so right now it's every two weeks which is unfortunate but it is what it is so i think that's everything have a good night or good morning and drink water drink water sit up straight stretch if you haven't yet release your jaw Alrighty, stay safe, keep learning, happy holidays. Fuck Abbotheimer. <laughs>